Show me that smile Hey, you! Yeah, you! Come here for a minute. I want to talk to you. Mama says you're brain dead. Bang your head against the wall. The views expressed on this broadcast of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show are those of the co-host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates. The topics and opinions on today's show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice. Take 12 Radio is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. And now, here's your host, The Man. That's right. The Myth. That's right. The Legend. The Monty Man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you the truth, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. We're all about the truth here. We're all the same, saved by grace is the name of the game. Time to lay your burden down. Put it down, baby. Put it down. Down. Downtown Charlie Brown. Welcome to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Wow. Too much coffee. Too much coffee. Robot. Cupcakes and coffee. Had a bang. Had a coffee. Had a what? A bang. Oh, Lord. <laughs> ba- Later. <laughs> Later. Yeah, it's a, another show. They apparently affect him more than they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tony's here. Hi. Marv's here. Yeah, you've been into the moon pies. <laughs> <laughs> we still have some. Oh, okay, let me try one on air. Now that I feel better. Tony, uh, uh, Denver's here too, by the way. Good morning. Oh, yeah, good yeah, morning, I'm Denver. Anxiously awaiting. Okay. Moon I, pie. I said I would do it the last time, but I was not. Tony is going to try oh. a moon do you, do you, pie. Do you have coffee? Oh do you have coffee? I have coffee. All right. Oh, my God. You're going to want something all. to swig that down oh with. Oh, God. Moon pie time. They're hard. Right. No, they're not hard. They're soft they're and warm. They've, they've been on the shelf for years. Of course, they're hard. Okay, take a bite. Take a big bite. Oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, she spit it out. Oh. Yay! No. Yay. <laughs> There's nothing good about this at all. You know what? Uh, as a kid, they were okay. Here, hand it to me. Uh-huh. I think we paid like three cents a piece. Yeah, and they I see why now. Because mm-hmm. it probably takes one cent a, to make it one. Just, one of those oh things. Oh my God. You can't even It's do sawdust it. and marshmallow with a waxy coating. Yeah. Basically, yes. <laughs> and that's oh what a moon pie is. Well, welcome to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. This week's uh, topic, at least we're going to start out. Uh, we're probably going to have to stretch this uh, past next week. Uh, but this, uh, yeah, past next week, because next week got a special show. But uh, this week's topic is Step 4 Revealed. Step 4 Revealed. And Step 4, of course, is made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And uh, so we're going to be talking about that, at least launching forth in that. Uh, but we had a bunch of stuff to talk about before that. 
Uh, so the beginning of the show, of course, we had a soundbite for this week. So last week's soundbite winner, what was the name of the show last week? Do you get, or last it was week, like week before two last? Weeks ago. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? No. You remember? Yeah. No. <laughs> I've been in Arizona. Yeah, it was it was Archie Bunker, All in the <gasps> Family. Right. Oh yeah, 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 Meathead, Gene Stapleton, Boom. and um, and um, Suzanne Summers. Suzanne, no, no, no not Suzanne Summers. Uh, that's Three's um, Company. What's her name? The uh, Alice one that sounds really weird. I looked it up I, on YouTube. I don't know. She was a troublemaker, right? Yeah, yeah. and then and then what's his name? What's his name? Who's a big producer now? Uh, I thought the son died. Th- no, the son's alive. No, he's or very very. You actually watched that show before? No, I watched it on YouTube. Oh yeah, it was uh, Carl Reiner. It? Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner. It, it Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Carl Reiner is dead. Rob yeah. Reiner. Carl Reiner played played the boss in uh, the Dick Van Dyke Show, oh, and his son Rob Reiner is a huge producer and director, and he played Meathead in yeah, All in the Family. Meathead. Meathead. <laughs> totally political. Which one wrong. was Meathead? The the, the son-in-law. Yeah. Oh. Is he dead? No, he's oh. alive. And my YouTube. I just said. <laughs> no more moon pie for you. Yeah. No more moon pie for you. No. Okay. So the winner of uh, of of that is Donald Roberts from Sweet Home, who Ooh. guessed all in the family. Way to go, Sweet Home. Way to go, Sweet Home. <laughs> yeah, sweet Home. Sweet Home's home. now on the map. Sweet Home. Sweet Home. Sweet Home. Um. So congratulations, uh, Donald. Um, now, let me remind you, listeners, you not only have to guess the name of the show, you also have to guess the secret soundbite clue mm-hmm. that is given somewhere in the show. You can't just guess the name of the show and win. Okay? Oh, oh. There you go. Me, <laughs> <I'm> sweet home. <laughs> so we're going to give you a clue. Oh. We're going to give you a clue that goes with uh, that soundbite. Here's here's that soundbite again. You ready? Hell yeah. Well, let's see. Let's give a little introduction here. It's time to play Guess That Soundbite. Sound That's sound right. Soundbite. Sound All right. Here it is. Here it is. Three, two, one. Here it is. Show me that smile. Ooh, show me that smile. Don't waste Okay, so you have to guess the name of the TV show, the sitcom that's from, and the secret clue, which I'm going to give you later on in the show. I, Tony I, already knows, right? I, I think I know what the secret clue is, too. You do? I wow. think so. I, Moonpie, I, I'm almost Moon that. Moon Pie Knowledge. Yeah. Excellent. Moon Pie Knowledge. <laughs> All right, so the first email that I receive at take12radio at comcast.net, that's T-A-K-E, the number 12, radio at comcast.net, will receive... Uh, the uh, it's a twenty five dollar value. We have for sale on our website the, the Walking Through the Big Book series with Chris Schroeder and myself, a comp- comprehensive workshop, uh, 34, 34 one hour workshops on this audio DVD on the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. You're also going to receive the CD Songs and Recovery from Songs and Recovery Recording Artists, and you're going to get a book by Mike D called Basic Prayer and Simple Meditation. A recovering alcoholic talks about beginning spirituality. Wait, so is that getting, new? That's new. So ah. I, I see every week I add something to I the I know. Package. I'm getting jealous. I want yeah, all of them. Yeah, you see how I work see, that? Just because we're on the air doesn't mean we get these. No, you, you, you can't get these. Yeah, we can't get Because you're affiliated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but you can buy them. Um, <laughs> 
So so every week I add a little something to the pot, make I it a little sweeter. So. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that's what you'll get. So be the first person to email me. You'll be amazed at the amount of people who go, oh, I know that, and then they don't email. No. You know, you don't have to pay postage. You don't have to pay freight. You don't have to pay attention. All you gotta <laughs> well, do. No, you do. Please play. Guess. Please play. Please play. <laughs> and next week is a moon pie. <laughs> yeah, oh. we'll send you a moon pie. Oh. I don't know if the post office would allow oh. that. It'd be well, considered forever. sending toxic chemicals in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so um, here's something very interesting that I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, it's it, it's kind of it's disgusting, actually. Um, oh, excellent. But you need to know about it. You need to know about it. Now, you, you know, we're a Christian-owned and operated recovery radio station. Um it doesn't mean that everything we talk about is necessarily, you know, about Jesus. In fact, next week, we're going to have a special guest join us in the studio. Her name's Sharon, and she's going to be talking about uh, the Red Road and uh, the Native American kind of version mm. of recovery and the 12 Steps and and, and associated with uh, meetings and that kind of thing. And she's going to be sharing her experience, strength, and hope on how that all works. So we're excited to have her on uh, to share that as well. Cool. Um, but this is about a Christian-owned pro. This article is about a Christian-owned program. Now, please don't misunderstand. There are bad apples in every organization, every religion, every faith, every doctrine. There are bad apples, mm-hmm. and here's one: drug recovery centers use defendants as forced labor. Check this out. Judges across the country are ordering defendants into recovery centers that are little more than work camps for private industry. An investigation by Rival, uh, I'm sorry, Reveal, by the way, uh, from the Center for Investigative Reporting has found uh, the programs promise freedom from addiction. Instead, they've turned thousands of men and women into uh, uh, servants exploiting a nationwide push to keep non-violent offenders out of prison. The rehabs send defendants to companies large and small, a Coca-Cola bottling plant in Oklahoma, a construction firm in Alabama, a nursing home in North Carolina. The rehabs get paid. The participants do not. Perhaps no rehab better exemplifies the allegiance to, to big business than Christian Alcoholics and Addicts in Recovery, also known as CARE, C-A-A-I-R, in the northeastern corner of Oklahoma. It was started in 2007 by a chicken company executive struggling to find workers by forming a Christian rehab that could supply processing plants with a cheap and captive labor force while helping men overcome their addictions. The defendants work in grueling conditions at chicken plants owned by Simmons Foods, Inc., a company with annual revenues of $1.4 billion dollars They work alongside paid employees, crunching out chicken products and pet food for some of America's largest retailers and restaurants, including Walmart, KFC, and PetSmart. Uh, Reveal interviewed scores of former participants and employees, court officials and judges, and reviewed hundreds of pages of court filings and workers' compensation records. Among the findings, the program uh, may violate the 13th Amendment, which bans slavery and allows forced labor only for people convicted of a crime. So people convicted of a crime can be put into forced labor. 
We know that because there's labor camps in certain prisons. Right. Chain gangs. Right. Um, many men sent to CAAIR care have not yet been convicted and later have their cases dismissed. Quote, you've got to be kidding me, end quote, said Noah Zatz, a professor specializing in labor law at UCLA. That's a very strong 13th Amendment violation. The authors of Oklahoma's drug court uh, law believe it is illegal for judges to send defendants to care. The law requires drug courts to use programs that are certified by the state. Care is not. Rather than professional addiction treatment, the program mainly relies on faith and work. That is insane. Uh, that's insanity gone to sea, said former state senator Dick Wilkinson, who wrote the law. That's illegal. They can't do that. That is the law, and it has to be followed. Care administrators use the threat of prison to push defendants to work, even when they are injured. So in other words, what they're saying is, if you don't comply, then we'll report you to your PO, and then you'll go back to jail. (laughs) Men who were hurt on the job have been kicked out of care and sent to prison. They work you to death, said Nate Turner, who spent a year at care. They know people are desperate to get out of jail, and they'll do whatever they can do to stay out of prison. CARE routinely files workers' comp claims on defendants' behalf and collects the payments. By law, those payments are required to go to the injured worker. That's fraudulent behavior, said Eddie Walker, a former judge with the Arkansas Workers' Compensation Commission. What's being done is clearly inappropriate. Courts across Oklahoma and neighboring states send about 280 men to CARE each year. Some men say it changed their lives, but few ultimately finish. In 2014, 26% completed the program. Instead of paychecks, they get bunk beds, meals, and alcoholics. Are you me? Meals and alcoholics and uh, narcotics anonymous meetings. They can meet with a counselor or attend classes on anger management and parenting. Weekly Bible study is mandatory. So is church. But the priority is clear to former employees and participants. Work overshadows everything else. Money is the obstacle for so many of these men, said Janet Wilkerson, CARES Foundation and CEO. We're not going to charge them to come here, but they're going to have to work. That's a part of recovery, getting up like you and I do every day and going to a job. Wilkerson's also put the men to work for her own needs. They remodeled her home and helped her daughter move. She called it community service. Of course. Jim Lovell, CARES Vice President of Program Management, said their uh, their dignity is in their work. If working 40 hours a week is a slave camp, then all of America is a slave camp, <gasps> he said. You believe this garbage? Uh, chicken plants are notoriously dangerous, and men in the CARE program um, said injuries were common at Simmons. Their hands became gnarled after days hanging thousands of chickens from metal sh- uh, shackles. One man said he was burned with acid while hosing down a trailer. Others were maimed by machines or uh, contracted serious bacterial infections. Many drug courts use care because there is a shortage of affordable treatment programs. Defendants can wait up to nine months to get into a residential program. At care, there's no wait list, and it doesn't <laughs> cost the state of Oklahoma one penny. Um, Brandon Spurgeon was struggling with a meth addiction when the Stevens County Court sent him to care in 2014. He was working at the chicken plant one night when a metal door crushed down and split his head open. 
Even though he was in severe pain and had a dozen staples in his head, Spurgeon had to keep working. If he didn't, Kerr would contact his PO and kick him out, and he would be sentenced to 15 years in prison. Three years later, Spurgeon has graduated from drug court, but is in chronic pain and unable to work full time. Kerr filed for workers' compensation on his behalf and took the (gasps) $4,500 in insurance payments. Spurgeon said he got nothing. Over the years, Simmons repeatedly had laid off employees while expanding its use of care. For some shifts, the plants likely would shut down if men in the program didn't show up, according to the former staff members and plant supervisors. Simmons spokesman Donnie Epp said, Company doesn't need care to fill their labor shortage. It's about building relationships with our community and supporting the opportunity to help people become productive citizens. Wow. Okay, hold on. Who's in charge of this program? Well, it's the care. Who's the CEO? Janet Wilkerson mm-hmm. is okay. the CEO. That is such a wrong deal. I am sorry. Mm-mm. Well, unfortunately, this is not uncommon. It's sad. It's you, sickening, and it literally made my stomach turn. Yeah. You made a comment in there Good that God. I caught uh, and I found that up at the recovery uh, thing that we did up in Portland was that waiting lists – to get into recovery programs are sometimes nine months, you know, six months, whatever, to get in. That's the problem we're having everywhere. Yeah. People that are seeking help but are that not make getting it right. help. No, no, no. That's a totally aside from what <laughs> they're doing here. That's yeah. A, that's a labor camp. How can anybody even think but, but that's that, even reasonable? But that's one of the big barriers is that recovery programs are Yeah, so out of desperation, not, people are jumping into these things. Yeah. Because that's almost extortion. It is. Well, okay, so my take on this, if you have a recovery center, I don't care if it's outpatient or inpatient or in-house or whatever it is. That is wrong. But if you have that and you are depending on the clients to fund your ministry or program, that is unethical, it is illegal, and you should be shut down. And Janet, shame on you. I'm sorry, that pissed me off. And it should. It 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 like literally, I'm so angry about that because yeah. there's so many other ways, f- and for their POs to and, even accept that, right. like shame on them. And to like, do, what and is that do about? Do it in the name of Jesus. That's what right? makes me sick. That's what yeah. makes me sick. And I'm pissed. And the, the 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 area that they're working in is obviously dangerous. Well, in Oklahoma, what is wrong with you? You know. Um, so you just need, I, you know, I'm, ang- when we I'm see, like literally shaking right now. When we, when we see something like this, we need to report it. We need to let people know. So have a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> that it's, have a the, it's the Italian in me coming out. That is wrong, and it well, should be shut down. One of the things that we've learned about anger is that anger is not bad. One of the thing, one of the, one of the gifts of anger is it. It's the way we respond to it. Yeah. And so when you are angry about something, it's because you have a sense. Of justice. It causes change. If I can yeah. spend, and not everybody can spend the money on it, but. Well, it's being brought to light, so. Yeah. Well, I hope it gets shut down after the show. I'm seriously. Well, and it's it been, does. it's all over the news. Yeah. And, and it, it's, uh, wrong, it's in though. the world. This actually came out in the Albany Democrat Herald in Good o- for October them. 5th. Good. Um, so any any organization that again I'm just going to say it again if you are depending on your clients to to I'm not talking about 
insurance, and I'm not talking about your clients paying for their treatment. They need to pay for their treatment. There's got to be a way to do that. But if you're sending them to labor camps, you're collecting their workman's compensation. I'm, I'm That's sorry. Wrong. That just That's wrong. angered me. I really do need a cup. She's eating a cupcake. There you are. That, anyway. that, that, I've Mar- never, Mar- ever Mar- heard about that. You need I know, I've Mar- never heard about that before, and I think it's wrong. And Janet and Oklahoma, shame on you. Shame on you. Shut them down. Shut them down, baby. Shut them down. I, I don't get mad at all. <laughs> I've never, I, I think this is the first time on the show I've been angry. That pissed me off. Tony is I pissed. I see that. I see that. <laughs> I see pissed. the fire in your eyes. Mm hmm. <clears throat> that mm, I'm gonna eat a cupcake. Stop uh, right there! Ouch. It's time for Munchie Man's weekly wine. There's the baby. Yes, <laughs> it is time for my weekly wine. Uh-oh. And people are going, "Well, didn't you just whine about something?" No, I was bringing some information to light well, about C A A I R. So do 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 yourself a favor. If you're going to go into treatment, investigate. Yes. Investigate, investigate. Don't take somebody's word for it. Don't go to a fundraising dinner or event and believe everything you hear. Look into it yourself. Don't just read a pamphlet. Look into it yourself. Most most of these people, Monty, aren't capable of looking into it themselves. No, but I'm talking about parents. That's, that's part of the criminality of what, You're right. what you brought to life. Right. <clears throat> you are correct. <clears throat> you are correct. And And... So if you are capable of that, or if you're a parent, or if you're a friend, or you're a sponsor, or whatever, just don't say, well, here, go over here. Research it. Interview them. Check it out. Is is the place safe? Do they have your best interest at heart? Is it a 12-step model? If it is not at least supportive of a 12-step model, I would run. Um, you know, it, 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 I'm Google not saying, it. huh? Google yeah. it. Google it. Use your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Look up on the Better Business Bureau. Mm-hmm. Do some investigation. Um, because you, you I apologize, Monty. You, I didn't no, no, no. I understand. Angry. I mean, it, it, it ticks me off too. And unfortunately, this is not as uncommon as you think. Uh, there's been centers like this that have been shut down. There's been, there's been, uh, wilderness programs, that were very harsh that had been closed down because of this stuff. There's a whole group of sober living homes in Florida that are in deep trouble right now uh, because really? of, of misappropriating money and that kind <laughs> of thing. God. So you've got to be very, very careful. you got to be careful. Uh, recovery is big business for a lot of people. And if money is the focus, like you said, shame on you. Shame on you. So my weekly wine. Okay, the first one. Babies on airplanes. <laughs> Radical shifting gears, everybody. Hang on for this one. So Denver, Denver, and, I, Denver and I flew out to Phoenix, Arizona to, to go to Prescott, Arizona for Hope Fest, which, by the way, was phenomenal. David and Jaylene Long did an amazing um, – a, amazing uh, uh, program again this year with the help of Celebrate Recovery and, and Arizona Teen Challenge. Go ahead. I hope you're going to touch on the 911 calls. What? Yes, oh I am. God. All right. We'll touch on that here in Mark a minute. Mark, we missed yes. a lot. But on the, way, on the way to Hope Fest, in the plane, for two and a half hours, there's a baby sitting behind me. <laughs> 
Now, what was worse than the baby was the dad going, Maybe she needs me, he needs me, Janet. The baby, <laughs> stopped, the baby stopped crying, and the dad continued. For the whole flight. I wanted to reach back and get his throat out. I had a silent partner sitting next to me. It was glorious. Oh, gee. Uh, my, other weekly, my other weekly line for this week is uh, when you go to a hotel, and it's very expensive. When we're talking $200 a night, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're serving breakfast in the lobby, and they don't have breakfast meat. Something's wrong. You gotta have bacon or sausage, baby. Two hundred dollars a night. I want my meat. <laughs> All right. And and on that note, also let yeah. let me chime in. Plastic silverware. Yeah, plastic silverware. When you're paying two hundred dollars a night. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, you couldn't have cut your meat if you had to. <laughs> well, you we to, didn't have any. You but... try to we cut your pancake and your fork breaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to swallow a plastic tongue. <laughs> no. no, no, no. It, it was a moment there. Oh my god, sure. I'm not even coming. We went out to breakfast after that. Ugh, gee whiz. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, I would rather have had a continental breakfast, which was a banana and a donut or something, than no banana sausage. Banana and a donut, no sausage. No, no breakfast sausage. meat. <laughs> Oh, one one morning they serve sausage. The next morning there's no breakfast meat. What's going on? Because you're. Oh. Yeah. I don't. So I, it's a crime. T- it's a crime, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I was enjoying coffee in nice warm weather. So. So let's let's talk about. So there's the, the end of the weekly wine. So let's let's talk about the, uh, the thing at Hopefest. So Hopefest, uh, I think the closing numbers were something like six to eight thousand people. <laughs> If everybody was there at one time, it would have been more like 8,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it was held at the Prescott Courthouse Plaza. Mm-hmm. So the courthouse is right in the middle of this huge park. Lovely park. Lovely, lovely thing. And it was it was a very Christ-centered recovery service community event, although there were a lot of booths that had nothing to do with spirituality or Christ, but they were community service organizations. Mm-hmm. And there was veterans, and, and there was just a lot of great stuff going on. Well, there was a whole bunch of sirens going off at night, and we didn't know what it was about. And what we found out was 911 was <laughs> blowing up because people were complaining not about the noise, but the fact that people were mentioning Jesus. Are you kidding me? Praise the Lord. Oh, Lord. On, on a government courthouse Shame property. on you, Prescott. They were mentioning Jesus, oh, and people got are, ticked off. The calls are coming in. <laughs> the calls are coming in. The light's Look flashing. The light's flashing. Um, Lord, that scared the crap the out of me. The phone light is flashing. Uh, it, it, yeah. Marco's calling. But it's, but it's interesting because... They were calling 911. Yeah, yeah they were calling yeah. 911. Because they were mad because people were mentioning the name of Christ. Oh. Publicly. Seriously? And yet, that same plaza d- gives equal time to all organizations. Oh, my Pro-abortionists, God. the gay rights movement, <clears throat> uh, women's liberation groups. Aware. They, they believe in equal time in Prescott. Oh. Everybody has equal time. Right. Nobody's complaining about everybody else. This show's going to drive me nuts today. I, I'm like, <laughs> We're not going to get to the topic. So Jaylene, Jaylene Long. Jaylene, we may Janet and Jaylee. Yeah. You do. It's Jaylene a, Long was. It'll still be there. Clear, crisp, 100%. 
sound coming across from the courthouse, pro- courthouse proclaiming the God who is God. Good job, God. Right. Yeah. You know, she didn't see it as a negative. She was like, yes. People called because of that? Yes. Shame on you, Prescott. Ugh. Oh, it wasn't Prescott. It, it wasn't was Prescott. It this was is... just a few. That whole city was beautiful. If and... you call 911 because somebody says Jesus, that is stupid. <laughs> you got issues that I'm You're afraid. A freaking I'm afraid the steps idiot. may not be able to address. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I huh? don't think there's a step for that. It's just called hey. idiocy. Monty? Yes. I just got finished with a new song. and I was, <laughs> I was uh, You talk- were doing that right here, right now? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and we were touching on this same kind of subject. Right. And the last verse in that song that I wrote is, it goes like this. It says, back in the day, we trust in God. Now it's reduced to printing on a buck. <gasps> oh, wow. Ooh. Things seem, the, uh, look around, things seem the same, but look a little deeper. You might see a change. And that's the kind of stuff right there that's going on in this country. Yeah. In yeah. many, many different facets. You bet it is. People are obliv- oblivious to it. They're oblivious. And then they, they, they wonder care. why things are so crazy. Right. Yeah. Okay, so what supposedly would they do? Well, like the, what are the, the police, police told to the police told the co-founders that they were not in violation of anything. Uh, they had every uh, right what to do what they were thinking. They're whining. They're whining. They they need to get a weekly wine show. Yeah. They need to get their what, own show. What would That's they what think I did. That would happen <laughs> like they're going to shut the place down. I think who knows. See, I can have a whole but, show on this. But it did cause some commotion, <laughs> but it still, we rolled on through the, the whole thing. The extreme could be just as bad as it was in, in was North Carolina. It could be. It could? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Most certainly. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So it's... it's Expl- uh, explosive situations happen it, from it, things like that. Okay, so so uh, switching gears a little bit, while we were in Arizona, oh, we stopped at a convenience store, and we got some suckers. And we thought we'd get Tony first choice. You want a pink oh one? Oh, my God. I want one? the pink one. Do you? Want you? The pink one? Do yeah. you really? All right. Now, not, these suckers now are not cheap. You should, should I call 911? You should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> these suckers, Give me your phone. Give they, me your phone. These are four bucks a piece. Okay, the last time I had Here. a sucker like that, it was a... Really, really good one. Oh, this is going to be good. Oh, you're you're going to love this. You're going to love this. Oh, my God. What is that? Oh, my God. (laughs) What's that? That's not even the good one. What is that? Here's one. No. Here's a white one. No, I'm done. No, here. Uh Give it Tony. No, I what, don't what happened? Know. Come on. Oh, come on. she get electrocuted. My butt. You, you, you signed up. You signed up. Touch it. Go on. Oh, it's a tequila I worm. Tequila sh- I know. I used to swallow these. Would you, give, you <laughs> would you give Marv the yellow one? Please? Uh-uh. Not doing it. The scorpion? You don't want the scorpion? Okay, uh-uh. listeners, these are suckers that have uh-uh. one's got a... I don't even know what's in the pink one One's yet. got a worm. One's got a cricket. One's is got that a scorpion inside of it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, my God. Listen, I forgot yours, 
at the place, it has ants uh-uh. in it. Mm-mm. And I'm going, all right, that's As cool. James, I do not do bugs. We saw at these. All. We saw these in Arizona and said, we got to freak Tony out. Oh, my God. No, I do. You did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Now, the tequila one, this is, or the, okay. Well, see, now, see, I've seen those yeah, in Oregon. You are a recovered alcoholic. I, <laughs> I like the tequila sucker, even if I there's do. a worm in it. Yeah. I, I've seen those in Oregon, <laughs> but I hadn't seen the, the other subject ones. today. <laughs> This one is cool. Actually, I'm going to keep this one. All now, right. well, unless you guys don't want them, then. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> Please. We're going to take a break. We have one more fun thing to do, and then we're going to try and start this topic. <laughs> uh, at least we'll launch forth on it. We're just going to take a couple weeks to get through it because it is step four. So don't go away. We'll be right back after this. Hey there, it's the Monty Man. CEO of Take 12 Recovery Radio. And with 14 years of podcasting experience, I have to say that for my money and for the highest quality in podcasting software, service, and exposure, no one stands up to Podomatic. Podomatic is home to the world's largest directory of independent podcasters, including DJs, talk shows, educational programs, and the original recovery talk and positive music radio station with yours truly. If you have vital issues to discuss, the world needs to hear your voice. So do what I did and become part of the podcasting family that is Podomatic. Visit www.podomatic.com and start today for free. That's P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C dot com. Potomatic. In the time it takes to pour your morning coffee, a child is abused. In the time it takes for you to tie your shoes, a child is intentionally injured. In the time it takes to lock your door, a child is neglected. In the time it takes for you to turn on the evening news, a child is forgotten. And in the time it takes for you to get from morning coffee to evening news, four of those children have died. Don't wait. Take action. If you know of or even suspect child abuse, please call 1-800-422-4453. That's 1-800-4-A-CHILD. Or go to www.childhelp.org. Counselors are available 24-7. All calls are confidential. Bring hope. Bring an end to child abuse. This message brought to you by the Foundation for the Prevention and Treatment of Child Abuse. All right. We have returned. We got one more thing to do here before the topic. One more little thing. Oh, good. One more little thing. <laughs> All right. One more little thing. We may touch on the topic. <laughs> I, I we I may. <laughs> That's correct, friends. It's time for Take 12 Recovery Radio's Stupid Is As I Stupid Does News. <laughs> Sponsored by that uh, award-winning recovery magazine, the 12-Step Gazette. Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com. And everybody's got their uh, copy of the 12-Step Gazette for this edition. All right. uh, So uh, the first one is – this is stupid criminal stuff. Uh, (laughs) A 50-year-old Florida man was arrested Monday night after police in Palm Bay got reports of a man – 
in a motorized wheelchair blocking traffic. (laughs) (laughs) What can you do? Nothing funny about that. (laughs) Ronnie Scott Hicks. Oh, Lord, Ronnie. Um... (laughs) Has two previous DUI convictions. Oh, now we're getting funny. It's in the wheelchair. Yeah. For driving a wheelchair <laughs> intoxicated. <laughs> the, the, the big question is going to be, did Ronnie need the wheelchair? I don't know. <laughs> Besides wheels? I had a friend, in, 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 and Richard, if you're listening, please don't take offense. <laughs> Richard had cerebral palsy, so when he walked, mm-hmm. it was a very interesting event. Mm-hmm. And he he maneuvered himself actually very well for having cerebral palsy. He was a great guy. He is a great oh. guy. But when he drank, he walked normal. Oh my Isn't God. that weird? I am not kidding you. It's like the guy who stutters, but when he right. sings, he doesn't right. stutter kind of thing. Um, when officers arrived at the scene, they allegedly saw Hicks sitting in his wheelchair blocking traffic. Officers said he smelled a lot <laughs> like alcohol. And was slurring his words. Oh, oh boy. I, Go figure. I, I, I can't find a switch to get... Oh, boy. My battery... <laughs> my battery's dead. My battery's dead in my chair. Just so, man. Yeah, so if you're going to drink and... Don't drink in wheelchair. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> All right. And I didn't even know you get a DUI. Here's the wheelchair. other one. This is, this is great. Um... Man attempts to punch a police horse in the face. <gasps> what? Mark, what the whole... you want to address Marv? that? Mark, you, what's you going on, brother? Yeah. <laughs> you don't punch a horse in the face. Well, a Massachusetts man was arrested for trying to punch uh, a police horse in the face at a street festival, according to Worcester police. Uh, the incident occurred on Saturday when police were responding to a disturbance at a beer tent <laughs> at the street festival in the city, located about 40 miles West of Boston, the man, 59-year-old Donald Pagan, that's an interesting name, <laughs> uh, tried to walk between a column of police horses when a, uh, officers asked him to stop. Pagan stepped to the side of the horse and got into an aggressive posture by quickly raising his fist in an attempt to punch the horse in the face. Police said in a statement late Monday, the horse instinctively jumped back <laughs> and away from the male, which caused a hazard to Mr. Pagan, the officer said. And to the horse, Pagan was charged with assault and battery on a police officer. So you know, if Wait, if you harm a police a dog, horse? they're considered an officer. If yeah. you harm a police horse, they're considered an officer. So it, don't punch horses in the face. Marv, how do you it feel so- about this? It sounds like it, he didn't actually punch. He, did, he, no. he, he tried to, yeah. but it didn't yeah. work. Yeah. Horse, well, what people what people don't realize realize is up close a horse can't see. That, no, right, you were, you were saying, saying that. that if you're yeah. right in front and of him. So yeah. it scared it scared the horse, and he jumped backwards. Good horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's. Uh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> we're all looking at the clock. <laughs> we're all there. Are we gonna make it? Uh, okay, but see, here's the thing. Uh, recovery should be fun. So what we what have we done so far today? On this? <laughs> Had a few laughs. We punched a horse. We we can we, we can, almost we, punched exposed, a baby. we exposed a corrupt recovery program. Yeah, yes. we did. Yes. We 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 had some laughs. Freaked Tony out. Um, oh God. We whined about stuff. <laughs> I did anyway. 
Uh, we give you we gave you a soundbite of a TV show from oh, yesteryear, right. and offered a prize, and <laughs> we talked about stupid criminals. Uh, I mean, what more can you ask for in fun and recovery? Hey, that's right? a four step right there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we admitted our faults. <laughs> oh my goodness sake! So step four. Uh, is we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. So, so uh, you know, first of all, in this context, moral means truthful. Mm-hmm. So, a searching would probably mean that we're going to be on a search, <laughs> uh, that the inventory is ongoing. Correct. Um, that we are going to discover things as we move forward. We talk about more will be revealed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you work through these steps, that is seems to be what happens. If you take an honest and truthful inventory of yourself, and by the way, may I just say that an inventory, you're taking stock in what you possess. If you're like a retailer, the big book kind of talks about this, and you get rid of the stuff that's rotting on the shelf, but you don't get rid of the stuff that's good. So inventory isn't just pointing out character defects or looking at wrongs done. It's also looking at some of your character qualities. And we mm-hmm. we did some shows on character qualities. The reason we did that is because we spent a lot of time in our 12-step um, wine and moan meetings sometimes talking about character defects until we're blue in the face. And sometimes it's good to talk about character qualities. So we did a group of shows on those. Um and we'll do some more later on, too. Um, so inventory can be a balance of things. But for our purposes right now, we're talking about things that have caused us difficulty, have hindered our growth spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Um, and, and there's you know you can't change what you don't acknowledge. So it is important to take an inventory of these things. So we're going to be looking um, at... Um, at page 63 in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, this is the third edition, and right after step three, it says, next we launched. Now, launched is an Air Force term that literally means zero to 200 within seconds. Mm-hmm. So some of the, the mistake that a lot of people make when working with people in these steps is they'll do steps one, two, and three, and you can do those rather quickly. And then they'll say, okay, so I'll see you next week, and we'll start on step four. No, never no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Next we launch. It's like now. Mm-hmm. Boom. We jump right into it. Now, are you going to be finished with step four today? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Not if it's thorough. But you want to go from step three immediately into step four. Mm-hmm. If you wait at all... Wait between two and three, or between one and two, but don't wait between three and four. You shouldn't wait at all anyway. You should go through them. The step process can literally, it doesn't have to take years. It doesn't have to take a year. Um, Learning how to apply and implement these steps can take a lifetime. You know, because we're constantly learning and we're on this journey. But actually doing your first formal working of them doesn't have to take forever. Now, I've been in support meetings where people say, man, I've been on my fourth step for 16 years. And I'm thinking, who is your sponsor? (laughs) Right. 
Um, my sponsor would not allow that. So next we launched, <clears throat> and this is at launched like what? We launched out on a course of vigorous action. So that does not mean we're sitting on our tushy, mm-hmm. right? The first step of which is a personal house cleaning, which many of us had never attempted. So many folks had never done this before. So this can be a little frightening. Now, I'll tell you the two steps we lose people the most at. Step four, Mm -hmm. because we're starting to put pen to paper and we're starting to write down stuff that may be very painful. Mm -hmm. And people get scared and we will lose them. Or step nine, where people are now facing other people face-to-face in the amends process as a direct amends, and that can be very scary. Those are the two steps that we lose a lot of people at. And one of the reasons that we lose people is because they don't have a mentor, spiritual advisor, or sponsor to help them walk through this. They just read the literature or they hear stuff in meetings, and then they try to do it without any kind of guidance. May I say that... There have been folks that have done that successfully. But it's few. But it's rare. (laughs) It is not advisable. The Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous is a textbook. It is a book of instructions. It is is a suggested program, not a program of suggestions. Mm -hmm. So you take it as a whole for it to work properly – if you pick and choose, you know they say take what you need and leave the rest. Look at you don't know what you need, newcomer. <laughs> you know, so that that doesn't fly. You know, you need to take this whole thing as, as a whole. And so it says, though our decision was a vital and crucial step, um, it could have little permanent effect unless Eric says it again at once, followed by a strenuous effort to face. And to be rid of the things in ourselves which have been blocking us. Our liquor was but a symptom. Our meth was but a symptom. The pornography was but a symptom. Whatever it is where the tail's wagging the dog is but a symptom. And so then it says, so we had to get down to causes and conditions. Therefore, and whenever it says therefore in literature... You want to pay close attention because that's what it's asking you to do. Mm -hmm. We started up on a personal inventory. This, this is in italics, was step four. So what is step four? Personally. A personal inventory. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to talk about what I talked about, a business that doesn't take any stock and it's, you know, isn't going to work. Um and it talks about we did exactly the same thing with our lives as far as taking stock in, in, in our inventory. We took stock honestly. Remember, Bill W. repeats himself a lot because he knows we learn by repetition. Mm-hmm. So step four, made an, searching an honest moral inventory. He's hitting honesty again. We took stock honestly. So here's the thing. If you <laughs> intend... Intend now, because you'll do this unintentionally, and, and there's no fault in that. But if you intend to lie about your inventory, you might as well stop that's, now. That's what you get. Yeah. You might as well stop now. Now, unintentionally, we will tell untruths, or we will uh, minimize, or we will over-maximize. Yeah. You know? Um, 
That's unintentional. But you have to be intentional when it comes to this. Uh, so, So it says, first, we searched out the flaws in our makeup which caused our failure. And here's an important statement. Being convinced, this isn't the first time he said this word convinced. Being convinced that self manifested in various ways was what had defeated us we considered its common manifestations. So remember before he's talked about self, he's going to talk about it again, that our troubles, we believe, are of our own making. That self-centeredness is at the root of our troubles. So here, in step four, we're going to consider some of the common manifestations of what? Alcohol? Drugs? Narcotics? Uh Uh-uh. Self. Of self. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So then it addresses the first one. And which is it? You guys know? Thinking? Eh. Resentment. Ah. Is the number one offender. You're right. It destroys more alcoholics than anything else. From it, now listen very carefully to this, because this is the only time in the big book of AA the word disease is used. Really? Yep. Now, illness is used several times, but the word disease is only used once in the big book, and it's not related to alcoholism. Oh, that's not related. No, it's the only time it's used, and it's not related to alcoholism. It says, from its stem, all forms of spiritual disease. From what stems all form of spiritual disease? Resentments. I had just uh, been teaching Gen- or facilitating a Genesis right. class, and they said that was the number one. They didn't touch a lot on resentment, mm-hmm. the meaning of it or anything, but they said that is quite often the number one reason alcoholics will relapse. Is resentment. Resentment mm-hmm. holding them, and that comes in a, a million different forms. I'm sure. And they, they'll, they'll relapse or will relapse over that before we relapse over an obsession to drink, mm-hmm. before we relapse over uh, that tug to put booze in our body. We'll relapse over this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that. Na- Hi, Christy. <laughs> it's that nagging. Christy's got a resentment. That Christy nagging. has a resentment right now. Did she get a piece of a moon pie? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so this is very. To me, and, and we're going to stop here with this. And I know we, we just scratched, barely scratched the surface of step four, but this yeah. is so important. This is like the step one of step four. Yeah. You've got to get this to get step four. And my sponsor always told me expectations lead to resentment, which leads to relapse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from resentment stem all forms of spiritual <laughs> disease, including you, Christy. <laughs> and then it says, for we have not only. Uh, been mentally and physically ill, we have been spiritually sick. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the solution right here before we even get into yep, this. That was fast. Yes. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> well, he does. Bill does that a lot in this book. He, he does. give you the problem Excellent. and the solution in the beginning, and then he'll go deeper into it. When the spiritual malady is overcome, we straighten out mentally and physically. Mind you, of a scripture verse. Seek ye first the kingdom oh, of yes. God, and then all these things oh. will be added unto Didn't Pastor you. Kelly say something like that like two or three sermons back? 
Probably it's a really common quoted scripture. Yeah. So if your spiritual life is in order, the other stuff falls into place. Yeah. You know, not drinking isn't a spiritual solution. It's a it's a great start. Mm-hmm. But our problem isn't the root of our problem isn't that we drink too much. Why do we drink too much? Because our spiritual condition is way out of whack. Mm-hmm. And and so this is the beginning of a process of inventory, of looking into why we did some of the things we did. And uh, next week we are going to, uh, like <clears throat> I said, we're going to have a Sharon on who's going to talk about the Red Road, the Native American Recovery uh, Program. And uh, it's going to be great to have her on. I've known her for years. Sharon actually was the first person to finance our first trip of taking Take 12 Radio on the road. Oh, nice. Oh, like 14 years ago. Oh, we wow. went down to the Freedom Festival in L.A. Mm-hmm. And she paid for that. Oh, wow. So she really had a big part in helping to start this station. Excellent. Thank you, um, So it's going to be really great to, to, to have her on the show. So, um, so week after next, we're going to delve into this and just exactly how the big book says how to take an inventory. Because there's a lot of misunderstandings oh, yeah, definitely. about this. It's very simple. <laughs> I, I, last night, I actually went through my own, inv- the first inventory I did. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy how, like, from then to now, like. Right. It might be it's simple, but thorough is the key word. Thorough is the key. <laughs> yeah. Thorough is the key. Um, now, listen, folks. Thorough doesn't always mean lengthy. Mm-mm. No. Sometimes we can write and write and write and say nothing. And I've read some four steps, believe you me, that said nothing about the four step. And sometimes you forget or you like grow within the years and you're like, oh my God, I forgot about this, you know, when I was sure. first doing it. Sure. So like a couple of years ago, you know, I the first time I touched on my ex-marriage, but a couple of years ago, I actually really did a thorough Four step so on it and those, got all that out. All those nine one one calls there. <laughs> oh, hey. Those people need to do a four step. I know. Step, we don't they? Do. <laughs> See why do it? Just call nine one one. They do, right? <laughs> the silent Can you, can you imagine a nine one one operator going, "Excuse me, ma'am, what step are you on?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know about them? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> So some of you may be asking, how do I listen to the shows? Because you may be listening on Facebook and you want to download them or something. Well, it's really easy. You can download all of our shows by going to take12radio.com. That's T-A-K-E, the number 12, radio.com. And clicking on the Listen Online button. Or you can even subscribe to us on iTunes. Denver, what else can they do? You can also follow us on Podomatic and download our app on for iOS or Android. Uh, becoming a member of Podomatic is free, and when you become a member of our Podomatic site, you can comment on the shows, click on Like button, and we ask that every time you tune in that you click on the Follow button. This helps with the uh, demographics, and we can see who is enjoying our show. You can also visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Monty Myers for hundreds of archived shows. 
All of these methods are available at Take12Radio.com. That's right. And if you'd like to email us, you can email us at Take12Radio at Comcast.net. So next week, uh, Sharon will be here with us, and I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a great show. Uh, folks, our closing song. Oh, by the way, oh, oh, i got to give yeah. you the secret clue. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah please. the clue. Okay, the clue. Clues, clues. The clue, <laughs> the soundbite clue. Remember, you have to include this in your guess. The soundbite clue is Mr. Thick. Mr. Oh! Thick. Okay. Oh. All right, so that's soundbite clue. So give us the name of the show and the soundbite clue, Mr. Thick. Send it in an email to take12radio at comcast.net, and you'll win the book, Basic Prayer and Simple Meditation, the recovery CD, and the 35 one-hour workshops of walking through the big book. I don't have a clue. Here is uh, the song Banking on Forever by Dave Aaron. I got a picture of you inside my empty wallet To remind me of how rich I am Your love is shining like a brand new penny If you share your love with me, make it 50-50 forever until our next broadcast this is the monty man along with the take 12 recovery radio family and we're wishing god's perfect serenity for you bye-bye now
This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. She's a super cat, super cat. She's super kitty. Meow. Yeah, kitty, 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 kitty. Meow. Meow.